Starlight Lounge presents An Evening with the Progressive Box. Yeah. That's Hugo, tickling the ivories. He just saved by bundling home and auto with Progressive. Gonna finally buy a ring for that gal of yours, Hugo? Send her my condolences. Hi-oh! This next one's for you, too. There's a burglar in my heart. Thank you. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Discounts not available in all states or situations. Hey! Roto Grinders presents your first word in daily fantasy sports. The Morning Grind, Stevie, TPFL, and company are here to jumpstart your analysis on today's DFS slate. Without further ado, here's your host, Stephen Young. Hey everyone, welcome to the Roto Grinders Morning Grind podcast. I'm your host, Stevie, TPFL. It's Wednesday, it's July 26, and it is 2017. We have five early games, 10 late games. We're going to break them down, all of them today, because, you know, just kind of first glance, doing some research, and I feel like we can get through some of these games really fast. As always, on Wednesday, my co-host, Notorious. How you doing, buddy? I'm doing good. A little tired. Got stressed out. Our kids stressed me out, you know? Uh, I'm right there with you. Uh, We were talking before we got going, and... Man, there's just some days as a parent, and all the parents out there that listen to the podcast know what type of days we're talking about, and it's just been one of those days. <laughs> yeah, agree, hundred percent. Try to go out to dinner, didn't didn't work out too well. So we went to the Cheesecake Factory for dinner tonight, right? I don't know if you guys have those out there in Utah. Yeah, yeah, we got one. So it was just like, all right, we're so done with this that we'll get our cheesecake to go and we'll eat it tomorrow for lunch. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, just box up everything. Oh yeah, I'm done. I'm done. I'm done. But where I'm not done is our sponsor, Playdraft. If you guys haven't checked them out, make sure you check them out. It's playdraft.com/grinders for a hundred percent deposit bonus up to six hundred bucks. Awesome contest with best ball. We have the best best ball content there is. Make sure you guys are checking that out here. The premium package at Roto Grinders. Also, they got baseball. They got golf. The golf is actually. Um, I'm not going to say it's soft, but it's soft. Um, so if you're looking to get in some golf competition and you have the premium product here at Rotor Grinders and you get Notorious's picks, you can kind of translate them into pretty good uh, draft days. Um, I don't know if you know that or not. I didn't know that. I need to start playing. Uh, yeah. Did you end up watching the Open Championship? I watched a lot of it, man. Like, you know, you know me. I don't sleep much. So, like, when the golf tournaments were starting, I was watching a lot. So, it's just like, um, yeah. So, I watched a lot of the Thursday, Friday, and then I watched almost all day Sunday and a little bit of Saturday. Yeah, I was dying by Sunday. I would get, like, two hours of sleep, wake up at one in the morning, just watch all day. It was great. Yeah, it was good, man. I just... I had so many, like, five, six teams that did really well. Like, you know, we talked about it the other day, and, like, I was on Brandon Grace, and it's that Saturday round, it, it, it saved my, my open week, like, my monies. Yeah, it's kind of crazy how golf, your guy can be looking so bad one day, and then, you know, he'll end up finishing top ten or something, like Zach Johnson looked like he was going to miss a cut, and all of a sudden, it's right there at the top. But, yeah, same huh? with Rory. Yeah. It's the fun part of it, though. That's the sweat. That's oh, that is the sweat. You know, best in NASCAR. If your guy hits the wall, there's a good chance he's not coming. <laughs> <back, so. laughs> 
if your guy double bogeys in golf, you still get a chance. But all right, everybody wants us to talk baseball. We're going to talk baseball. We're going to get started with Baltimore at Tampa. Abaldo Jimenez against Alex Cobb. Nine and a half total here. So, man, Jimenez has been terrible, but the Rays' offense has been terrible. Like, what are we doing here? Definitely not siding with you, Baldo, on this one. Uh, it is worth noting this game isn't in the early slate. It's only in the all-day slate. Um, so for the early slate, we probably don't need to cover too much. But, uh, yeah, I mean, he's a guy that, you know, not really good at anything he does. You know, high walk rate, gives up a lot of hard contact, one of the worst in baseball holding runners. Uh, I think it's finally a spot for the Rays to get going a little bit. I think I would stack the Rays. Um, I didn't even realize this game was at noon. That's so weird for a Tampa start. But um, I think if I'm playing, I would stack the Rays if they're on my slates. Um, any interest in Alex Cobb? Not really. You know, Sierra's a lot higher than his ERA. The strikeout rate just hasn't been there this season. Ever since his Tommy John surgery, just hasn't had the high strikeout rate that we're looking for. Um, he is a favorite, but the over-under is pretty high for a game in Tampa. So I think you can uh, look elsewhere. You know why I thought this game was on the slate, right? Uh, I clicked DraftKings and I hit the button and it was arcade mode. Um, there's a two-game arcade mode slate for the early slate. It's kind of interesting. Two-game arcade mode, huh? Those are fun, though. Like, that makes the small slate so much better. Yeah, that's true. I haven't even tried arcade mode, so I guess I can't say anything about it. Oh, it's it just, you know, it's one pitcher and five hitters with different stats. Like, it's it's so much better. It's so, it makes the small slates fun. Um any Baltimore bats here? Uh, so Cobb's a guy, you know, much higher ex-Woba and hard contact to lefties. So if you want to look at Chris Davis, don't mind him as a one-off. Manny Machado still cheap on DraftKings at 3900 Mark Trumbo, maybe? Yeah, uh, it's probably going to be – like, if I'm playing arcade mode, it's probably going to be Chris Davis for me. Mm -hmm. um, if I want to mention, like, if Malik Smith gets a good lineup spot um, against Abaldo, like – He's 7,500 in arcade mode, and you get those bonus points for stolen bases. So he's a guy that I would definitely play in arcade mode. Oh, yeah. He'll still second and third. Yeah, uh, Bono's terrible at holding on runners. Yeah, he has a – you know, he allows .17 stolen bases per inning. So it's pretty bad. <laughs> those, that, those numbers aren't good, right? <laughs> no. <laughs> All right. Some baseball. Cincinnati at New York, Homer Bailey against Luis Severino. Nine total here, another arcade mode. Um type game so we'll break this down really quick don't play homer bailey but uh what are we doing with severino yeah i think you can definitely look at him uh really good form over his last five sierra close to three with the 30 percent strikeout rate uh you know the reds aren't really a high strikeout team but he is at home and he's a huge favorite i think the strikeouts you know should be there even though you know he's probably not going to stick with a 30 percent strikeout rate in this matchup i think the you know he can get a strikeout per inning and uh, hopefully pick up the win. So I'm certainly uh, on board with him. Yeah, okay. Um, you know, you're looking at the four pitchers on the early slate in this arcade mode, and, like, Severino is going to be the chalk, but, you know, you're going to probably almost have to play him here <sighs> unless you take a shot on, like, Alex Cobb, but I'm not going to do that. Um, any Reds <laughs> bats standing out to you here against Severino? Uh, not really. Uh, you know, arcade mode, don't mind Joey Votto. He's always uh, – I know you don't like him that much, but uh, yeah, he's just a guy that produces uh, regardless of matchup. Has a higher walk rate than strikeout rate against righties, which uh, is always good. And then we got that short portion, right? Maybe Scooter Jeanette, too. 
Oh, scooter. Yeah, I don't mind scooter. Yeah, thirty-seven hundred, pretty cheap. Yeah. Although the the arcade mode pricing is different, right? Yeah, it is different. I'm trying to I'm trying to see if there's anybody that was standing out. Scooter's actually seven k over there. Little bit high, but Joey Votto, I like that arcade call. You didn't even know his price, and he's like 7k, which is really cheap in arcade mode. That's really cheap, yeah. Same price as Scooter. Yep. Uh yeah. Nice. Um, looking at the Yankees here. Um yeah, you, know, you kind of want to probably play the Yankees against Homer Bailey. <laughs> yeah, you could just pick can you pick all five from the same team? No, you can only play two from a team. That's why I like arcade mode. You can't really stack. Yeah. Okay. Well, big two from the Yankees then. Uh, any two you want. <laughs> They're all in great spots. I mean, Bailey's just been terrible this year. Um, yeah, not, not a lot to say about that. He's just been really bad, giving up a lot of home runs. Oh, that made me laugh. If if for some reason Jacoby Ellsbury back in the lineup here, um, he is 4K in arcade mode. 4K. Um, 30. How, much, how much is Frazier? Frazier is. Oh, either Frazier, actually. Well, Todd Frazier is 65 and Clint Frazier is 6K. That's why I'm telling you, <laughs> 4K for Jacoby Ellsbury in arcade mode here. Pretty interesting. Uh, Matt Holiday only 6K, so some cheap Yankees to go along with your um, Severino chalk. I like it. Yeah, and if you're playing uh, you know, the regular mode, I think you definitely want to stack the Yankees here. Yeah, man, that early slate's interesting. I wish it was on the main slate. It's not like we don't have late swap. Just saying. Red Sox, Seattle, Chris Sale, Andrew Moore, eight total. Chris Sale, massive favorite here. Chris Sale, one of the best pitchers in baseball. Chris Sale, one of the best strikeout pitchers in baseball. Chris Sale is definitely in play here. <laughs> yeah, he's awesome. Uh, just keep playing him. Mariners have been a lot better against lefties uh, over the last couple months, but that's no reason to not play the best pitcher on the slate. Historically, a lot of these guys, though, bad against lefties. Like, And I say bad. Um, not very, probably average, like, you know, C Cruz and Valencia, they both hit left-handed pitching very well. But outside of that, like Cano average against lefties, a lot of these left-handed bats below average against lefties. So you get a guy like Sale up there against a team that historically struggles with lefties. I, I think that, you know, if he can get around Nelson Cruz, he's just going to cruise in this game. No pun intended. <laughs> yeah, and it's a good ballpark too for pitchers. So, yeah, I'm right there with you. Um, any interest in Andrew Moore? You know, we haven't seen much of this guy. He's got a unique uh, delivery. Um, but no, I don't have any interest in him. Yeah, 10% the, K rate just. Yeah, the unique delivery hasn't helped him much. <laughs> <You know>? Um, <laughs> Uh, we 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 forewarned everybody that the type of day we've had. So um, first straight to the point. Sometimes next level analysis here. Um, yeah. So let's talk bats in this game. We'll start with the visiting team, Red Sox. Uh, before you even say anything here, Devers still really cheap. He should start. He is a very very good hitter. Very very high prospect. Love him in this spot. Twenty eight hundred on DraftKings. I don't know his Fanduel price, but I'm guessing it's low. Yeah, 2,400, so you can definitely play him. Uh, more sample size small, but 350-plus, sex woba to lefties and righties, and he's given up a 40% hard contact to righties. So a lot of bats in play here. Love Mookie Betts batting uh, leadoff. He is expensive, but I think he's definitely in play. Hamley Ramirez, Mitch Moreland. 
Yeah, Dustin Pedroia hasn't been great against righties this season, but it's a good spot for the Red Sox. I still like the Yankees a little bit more, but um, you can stack them as well. Yeah, like if, if you're paying up at pitcher, you know, you know, Chris Sale's so expensive, and if if for some reason you try to like, I guess you could realistically try to fit in Severino um, with him, but you're probably playing the Shark, which we'll talk about here in a minute. So you still kind of need some value, and like. You know, there are some value bats um, on the Red Sox to try to fit in some of those Yankees. So that's what I'm kind of looking at here while I was, why I'm just kind of glancing at building some lineups. Yep. Um, anybody from the Mariners? Uh, let me pull up the BVP. Do you have that up? Um, I could. Takes two I seconds. see how Cruz is done against him. Let's see. Eight for twenty-three with two home runs. Not bad. Matt Holiday absolutely destroys Homer Bailey if he's in the lineup. <laughs> Just saying. Yeah. <laughs> Just saying. Hey, All it's right. fine with me. I love love anyone on the Yanks today. Man, look at another good game here. Atlanta at Arizona. Aaron Blair against Patrick Corbin. Um, man, Aaron Blair is back in baseball. <laughs> what you don't like ERAs of seven and a half? No, he he was bad last year. I can't believe they called this guy back up. Maybe he's worked it out a little bit. Yeah, he was gonna get the start for uh, Jaime Garcia the other day, and then uh, didn't end up happening. But uh, yeah, just not great command, low strikeout rate. You know, really struggled against lefties, and uh, Arizona gets to face Mahomes, so there could be a lot of runs here. Yeah, so he's pitched 87 innings in AAA with the Braves this season. He has a 5.0 xFIP, 1.48 WHIP, and a 9% swinging strike rate. K rate 17% in um, AAA this season. And the one thing that stands out to me instantly is the fly ball rate. He's a fly ball pitcher, 42% fly ball rate this season in um, AAA. And if that continues to happen, and we see the major league stats last year around 38%, it's above average. So. We could we could potentially see an Arizona stack that the lineup's not going to be out before lock. A lot of people are going to play the Yankees. We could see an Arizona stack be that team that you kind of want in tournaments. Yeah, for sure. Uh, they're going to have a lot of base runners, and uh, you know they can give you some stolen base upside as well. Uh, you know Blair's sample size was small, but he wasn't going to hold runners last year either. So I think it's a great spot to stack the D backs. Yeah, they're just expensive. They're really expensive. They're hard to stack. They've been that way, you know, for a week now. So that's that's the only like downfall. Like Jake Lamb on DraftKings, fifty four. Pollock, fifty five. JD, fifty three. Oh, wow. Peralta, fifty two. And Goldschmidt, fifty four. So oh, uh, he can't play. Really, yeah. yeah, honestly, it's like, am I playing Sailor? Am I playing Diamondbacks? And you know, I don't really necessarily see that you know, second SP2 that you could pair with Samarja, maybe Corbin on the flip side of this game against the Braves team that is not great against left-handed pitching? Yeah, I kind of like that call. He's actually been in really good form over his last five, uh, 29% strikeout rate, and uh, the walk rates come down this year. You know, he's a guy that induces a lot of ground balls. Uh, the hard contact rate's down over his last five. So I think that's definitely an interesting call if you want to end up uh, spending up on some of these D-back hitters. Don't mind him as an SB2. Do you want to know something that's crazy? It's still almost impossible to do that. If you What's play that? Corbin and Samarja and you play the five Diamondbacks, the top five spots, 
you get 2500 per player. So you're telling me there's a chance. There is a chance. <laughs> you need you need like one of these catchers in the early games to like be the 2K catcher that you can kind of play <laughs> like that, that punt catcher, but um man it makes it tough it makes it tough um just play aaron blair and then you can stack against them Genius. don't don't do that um <laughs> just kidding everyone any uh braves that you like here uh yeah he gives up a lot of hard contact to righties the form has been good but if you're not playing him don't mind going matt kemp uh he's had some really bad luck against southpaws this season 284 woba but his x woba was almost 400 so Expect some positive regression there. Tyler Flowers is another guy that hits uh, lefties really hard. So I don't mind either of those as one-offs. I don't have it in front of me, but Phillips' ISO is probably like .60 or something against lefties this season. .13. Oh, man, I was close. Which is higher than Kemp's just because he's been unlucky. Terrible. Um, Yeah, those are the two guys I want, Kemp and Flowers. Uh, I'm not going to go out of my way to pay up for Freeman or Adams here. We move on. Pittsburgh at San Francisco. Trevor Williams against Jeff Samarja. I've said his name a few times now. Samarja is way underpriced on DraftKings today. I know it's a matchup against the Pirates. I know they don't strike out a lot, but 7,600 for Jeff Samarja is a crime. Yeah, he's you know another one of those guys that's just had you know really bad luck this season. Uh, over his last five starts, his ERA is over six, but his Sierra is at 3.6, so... Yeah, I mean, eventually you expect it to turn around, especially pitching in that ballpark. Um, it's just one of those things you just got to wait it out, I guess. Can't get unlucky forever. Yeah, uh, unless you're Pineda. It seems he seems to always be unlucky. I think Pineda just got hurt and didn't say anything, and he pitched hurt for a month. And then we, we got the news that he got hurt. Like, I, I think he was hurt, and just nobody caught on. Just my opinion, obviously, but it's kind of what I thought. Um. No interest in Trevor Williams, right? No, not really. I mean, I like picking on the Giants, and I like pitchers in this ballpark, but I just don't see the upside here. Giants don't hit righties well, but they have one of the lowest strikeout rates. So, I mean, I think he can pitch, you know, six or seven innings. Just don't know if the upside's there. So, like, if he was 5,300 instead of 6,300, I think he'd be in play. I think 6300 I would rather pay the extra 1600 bucks and take a shot on Patrick Corbin. Um, you know, a For little sure. bit more upside. For sure. All right, let's move on to the main slate here. Um, you know, 10 games, super solid. I feel like um, I feel like the early slate has a couple couple extra spots, but Milwaukee at Washington, Jimmy Nelson, Gio Gonzalez, nine total here. Um, Milwaukee, Milwaukee really did well for me on Tuesday night. Yeah, they were my favorite stack. Uh, gotta love any anytime Edwin Jackson's on the mound. Just doesn't matter just what ballpark. Insta stack. Yeah, yeah. How he's still getting starts is, is beyond me. But uh, please let him keep getting starts. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly. Uh, Jimmy Nelson's really surprised me this year. Now I was never a huge Nelson guy before this season, but uh, yeah, he's been pitching well. He still has a little bit better numbers at home, and I don't love the matchup here. But I mean. He's been he's been good. Yeah, like you know, I've dug into this guy a few times this year, and even you look at the X Woba against righties, and it's fifty points lower than his Woba, and that was his big struggle. If you remember, like you know, right-handed power bats just destroyed him. He had a three fifty Woba against righties last season, so like they just got to him 
but he's using he's using his sinker this season. He's using his slider. He's not throwing a lot of fastballs against righties, and he's generating a lot of soft contact with the sinker, and he's draw, generating a lot of swinging strikes with the slider. So he's really kind of, hey, people are hitting my fastball. I need to change this up. And, you know, it's it's really working for him. So where his sinker was, you know, had a 140 ISO last season against righties, it's at 56 this season. So big difference there in the, the numbers. Yeah, and that probably explains why he's, you know, been able to pitch so well. Uh, I don't think I like him in this spot. What about you? You look at the slate and, like, it's a tougher slate, in my opinion, as far as pitchers go. I don't think I will use him. Um, uh, your boy Alex Wood is pitching. I know. You know, I've come full circle on that guy. I still, I, I still wish he was throwing 100 pitches a game, but yeah. can't always get what you want. But the guy's been striking everybody out. So, and yeah, we'll we'll talk about that in a few minutes. So, I don't think I would use Nelson here, but I definitely don't think I would stack the Nationals. No, yeah, definitely not. And then Gio, I don't ever play Gio Gonzalez. Gio Gonzalez can put up 30 points every game, and I would just lose money every game. Don't care. Yeah, I can't play him. Every time I play him, he walks three batters, and then his ground balls just find holes every single time I play him. So I just stopped playing him. Uh, you know, He's a guy that whose ERA is so much lower than his Sierra, getting a little lucky this year. Not, not really my uh, my type of guy. Oh, so you don't like the the 449 Sierra compared to the 283 ERA and the 252 Babbitt? No, and the 10% walk rate. Eventually, it's going to... Oh, and, and the swinging strike rate, 9%. So, Yeah, with a yeah, 23% strikeout rate with a 9% swinging strike rate. It's kind of... I actually think you could stack Milwaukee here as a sneaky stack. Santana's really good against lefties. Aguilar should be in there. Pena, uh, Perez, Shaw has been good against lefties. Braun, like, I actually think that Milwaukee could be a sneaky stack here. I think it'd be a better stack if it was in Milwaukee, but I, I think you could go back to the well here on the Brewers and um, you know stack them up against Geo. Couple walks and a home run, you're gonna get to that bullpen early. Yeah, I don't hate it. Uh, not one of my favorite stacks in the slate, but I'd rather do that than play Geo. Yeah, well, well, we'll talk about some spots that, you know, we, we have James Shields on the slate slate. We're going to talk about some spots. Like, don't get me wrong. It's probably not my favorite stack either, but I do think it's uh, pretty sneaky. Yeah, don't mind that. Houston at Philadelphia. Um, oh, Brewers are Nationals bats, anybody? So I feel like it is x but Nelson gives up a lot higher. Um a lot better numbers to lefties. So Harper and Murphy, probably the two I'd be looking at. Yeah, just so expensive. They got like the the, the when you have to pay like massive price for two one offs. Stephen Drew, I guess if he hits second again, that was that was a nice little value. I know he didn't really do much, but that was a nice little value. Yeah, I always play him when he's up there. Um, Goodwin's probably too expensive now, but yeah, I mean they they are expensive. Murphy's at least somewhat affordable at forty six hundred. But, yeah, I think we're going to find some better spots overall. Houston at Philadelphia. Um, Michael Fires against Aaron Nola. So, I hate playing pitchers against Houston. But, they, man, they just keep getting injured. Um, another – was it Bregman, right? Didn't he go down in this game tonight? 
Yep, left with hamstring uh, injury, so he's probably going to be out. Uh, Springer missed yesterday too. Correa is out. Yeah, they're saying Springer is going to be a couple of days. They called um they called my boy Preston Tucker back up. Yeah, Derek Fisher too. Oh, oh. Derek Fisher, not Preston Preston Tucker. I was going to say Preston Tucker's back. Derek Fisher, that. and if, if you read the expert survey, I, I pointed him out as my value play today. Two K oh, on Fanduel. He hooked all of my Charlie Morton shares up. Did he? He had, he had he saved a double by you know making a catch up against the wall that he probably shouldn't have caught. So that would have cost him two runs in the first, and then he caught another uh, line drive that probably should have dropped. That you know would have cost him another run. So yeah, if you if you played Morton, you probably owe a lot to Fisher. Yeah, I was able to get like everything I wanted by plugging in um, Fisher and Zimmer together today. Zimmer batting leadoff at twenty five hundred against Jesse Chavez was a crime. Yeah. Um. All right. So, like, if this lineup comes out, and all we really have to worry about is Altuve, Reddick, I guess Marwin Gonzalez. I, I just man, what's this lineup gonna look like? Yeah, it's probably not going to be great. Uh, if we take Bregman out, I mean, even the other seven position players, the highest strikeout rate against right is only 19%, and four of them are below 13%. So, I mean, it's going to be obviously a lot easier lineup to attack with Nola, but I don't know how much strikeout upside there is still. I, I still don't think I can play him. I don't think the yeah. lineup will look great, but I still don't think I can play him. They don't strike out, and they take a lot of pitches. I think I'm going to go right back to the well, my boy Fisher. Yeah, don't mind that. I'm a big fan of Nola. Just probably Huge not fan. my favorite spot. Huge fan of Nola. That curveball is yeah. legit. That curveball's legit. We talked about McCullers curveball. Nola has a really good curveball, too. Um, any interest in Fires? He's been pitching really well recently. Um, so chalk here. And yeah, that's probably the problem. Um, Oh, no, he's not. He's 10-2. Oh, wow. Yeah, he's 86 on FanDuel, so probably more chalky over there. But, yeah, 10-2, that should keep his ownership down a little bit. He is a reverse blitz guy, and the Phillies don't really have any good right-handed hitters. Um, you know, Joseph, Franco, Kendrick all have really low ex-wobas against righties. So I think you can play him, but I don't know if I can pay 10-2 for him. It's more of a FanDuel play, more of a play draft play. Yeah, I don't mind him. The oh, man, 10 2. 10 2. 10 2. Wow. I don't know though. Like, are we playing Carrasco against the Angels and we are, are we playing Darvish in 100 degree weather against the Marlins? Uh, you play Alex Wood, Trevor Cahill. Why isn't Alex Wood in the probable pitcher list? Drives me crazy when it happens. I don't know. Is he not? Am I seeing something different? No, he's supposed to start tomorrow. It's just he's not on the – like, DraftKings doesn't have a Dodgers starter for tomorrow yet. Alex Wood's 11-2. Oh, no, they have Brock Stewart as the probable starter. Oh, yeah. No, Brock Stewart's going to pitch, not Alex Wood. So, well, that makes fires more interesting then. Yeah, a little bit. Man, Brock Stewart. <laughs> Oh man! All right, um, Houston bats here. Yeah, that line's gonna change because right now it shows Dodgers minus two fifteen. That's gonna change. Okay, sorry. No, no, no. I'm debating on like going to bet the game. 
Um, uh, Houston Bats. I'm so – today it just has me so off right now. <laughs> yeah, so I'm not playing Nola, but I'm not going to be playing uh, Houston Bats either. You know, he's a high ground ball guy. Induces a lot of soft to medium contact, good against lefties and righties, uh, high strikeout rate, just not a lot that I like here. Do you have Fandle pricing up in front of you? I do. Is Fisher still 2K? Uh, he's not in the projected lineup, so one sec. He is 2K. Yeah, I, I'll play Fisher again. Yeah, min price guys always help, especially if you're trying to get some decent bats with a, with a big pitcher. Like he's a little bit more on DraftKings, so you could probably you know go elsewhere on DraftKings at thirty four hundred, but on Fanduel at two K, I'll play him. Yes. Um, and the Phillies side, I don't really see like Nick Williams continues to hit, and Siege continues to talk about him every day. Um, he'd probably be the only guy that I have interest in. Yeah, I'm kind of on the same page as you. Um, like I said, Fires is worse against righties, and the Phillies don't really have any righties that I'm interested in. So <laughs> I just got a tweet that made me laugh so hard. Renfro against a lefty or righty or ambidextrous dinosaur at this point. <laughs> <laughs> Hashtag it doesn't matter. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, the guy just he's mad. Like I love hot streaks, and Renfro is two percent owned again today. Whatever happened to that ambidextrous pitcher on the Rays? I don't know. I don't know. Oakland at Toronto, Paul Blackburn, Marco Estrada, nine and a half total here. Um, First thing that stood out to me was Estrada's price on DraftKings. seems really low. How did he pitch in his last start? It was – he's given up 15 runs over his last three starts. He hasn't pitched well. Um, 21% walk rate. His last four. Yeah, his last good game was May 27th against Texas. Ah, but, yeah, that price, that's cheap. I played Liriano at that price the other night. So, Man, We know Oakland's not that good either. Yeah, strikeout a lot. Uh, eight of their nine projected starters have at least a 21% strikeout rate against righties. Oh, man. That's a lot. And Estrada's a ground ball guy, right? He's not, he's not no. the fly ball. Is he the he's fly a, ball? Yeah, extreme fly ball. Okay, I always get him and Aaron Hernandez mixed up. Aaron Hernandez? No. <laughs> Sanchez. <laughs> Sanchez. <laughs> if you got him and Aaron Hernandez mixed up, that'd be bad. Yeah, time to go to bed. <laughs> <laughs> um, no interest in Blackburn here, right? Nope. Uh, 9% strikeout rate and four starts. Got to see more from him. High ground ball guy, but need the Ks to go up. Yeah, even not giving up a lot of hard contact, he's giving up home runs to righties. I think we're going to see these numbers kind of regress as far as the hard contact goes for Blackburn. He's only pitched nine innings. The XFIP suggests he's getting unlucky and he's just not been good. I think we'll see these hard contact numbers come up. They're not going to stay at 22% with him continuing to give up home runs. Um, yeah, and his ex-WOBA against lefties is 110 points worse than his actual WOBA, so... Is he a sinker baller? Let's see. No, he's a two-seam fastball slider guy. That's actually not really good for Toronto. They really they're really bad against sliders. Um, any interest here in any of the Oakland bats? Well, I think you can 
maybe look at a cheap stack. Uh, Strada's just been so bad, giving up you know a ton of walks, and when that happens, you know if you get a home run or two, it can turn into a lot of runs quickly. So I don't mind a stack, uh, just as contrarian. In, I was kind of thinking the same thing. Like Estrada's yeah. price so far down that people are probably going to play him here, and. You know, the home runs haven't been, you know, he's given up multiple home runs three times in the last 10 games. So it's not like he's getting giving up a bunch of home runs, but he's given up a bunch of runs and not pitching deep into games. So we could see that bullpen early. I could see stacking Oakland here as a low and stack, like you mentioned. Yeah, I was going to say, so he's really struggled with walks, and it looks like Joyce, Simeon, Alonzo, Maxwell, and Chris Davis all have at least a 10% walk rate against righties, so. Chris Davis, crush it up. He had a massive double tonight. Um, Toronto bats, like uh, no, knowing that Blackburn's a slider guy, like changes my whole in like output on Blackburn. I need to research his slider. It has a really really low swinging strike rates, small sample size. Yeah, I, I need to research more too. Um, do you know of any guys on the Blue Jays that hit sliders well? Smoke just... and Morales are the only two guys, but like all the Baptista, Martin, Donaldson, Pierce, Tulowitzki, all those guys uh, struggle with sliders. And he throws his slider. Again, granted, we only have 174 pitch sample size against righties, but he's thrown his slider 35% his two seam fastball 52%. Um, the, the issue there is a lot of those guys are really good against two seam fastballs. And he has a 413 X Woba with his two seam fastball. So Slider only has a 213 X Woba against righties. So it, it's small sample sizes. That's the problem. But like yeah. I don't think I could stack the Blue Jays here. Yeah, give me Morales as one off. 3300 on DraftKings. Yeah, so cheap. Every day, so cheap. Oh the man. Similar numbers to smoke. Uh if you look at X Woba, I saw hard contact, and he's two grand cheaper. All right, we move on. Now, I have mixed starters in this next game. Um, the Angels at Indians, I'm seeing some with Daniel Wright, and I'm seeing some with Alex Meyer and then Carlos Carrasco on the Cleveland side. Do you see anything? Uh, I had, let's see, Alex Meyer, but on the, on the Vegas page I'm looking at, they don't have a starter named yet. There's no way Alex Myers pitching this game. He was just placed on the 10-day DL yesterday. So I just found that news. So that's probably why. So it's probably Daniel Ray. Which I need to pull up the stats on Daniel Ray. He is not who I had. I know you're doing the same thing. Hey, listen. You got to do what you got to do sometimes. You got you to adjust. Um, hey, Daniel Ray's not good. Daniel Wright. Wow, that the. 3.66 walks per nine, 4.37 walks per nine in the minors this season. So he's pitched he's pitched 19 innings in um, Major League Baseball this year. He's pitched 55 innings in AAA. He has a 6% swinging strike rate, 10% walk rate, 12% strikeout rate. More A little bit more of a ground ball guy, but still gives up a bunch of fly balls, giving up a bunch of home runs in AAA. Wow. He's pitched 55 innings, and he has a 2.26 home run per nine this season in AAA. Man, the Indians, here we go. Let's stack them up. Yeah, they're going to be popular, but, yeah, I like them too. Zimmer's still 2,700 on Fando. i got to play him over there. And and you can stack the rest of them too. Uh, I'm definitely going back to the Cleveland stack here. I stacked them yesterday. 
They did really well. Um, I, I'm going back to the well here. There's no way I'm not going back to the well. This guy can't strike anybody out. Um, we got some power upside here. A lot of like a lot of ways you can stack this team too, which is always fun because you know you can build other stacks around this team. So or build this team around other stacks. So I kind of man, Cleveland's gonna be one of my top stacks on the slate. Yeah, I wouldn't be surprised if they end up having the highest implied run total on the line. Yeah, we don't have a total yet, but yeah, I agree. Well, what are we doing with Carrasco here against the Angels? Because Clevenger pissed me off yesterday. Oh, man. Yeah, me too. Me too. Oh, uh, boy, Carrasco. that's Clevenger train. I love Carrasco, but I love him on the road. Um, three years now, much better on the road than at home. We know the Angels don't strike out that often. Uh, they take a lot of pitches. I don't know. They don't take a lot of pitches, but they put the ball in play a lot. So, I don't know. I'm fine with him, uh, especially now that Alex Wood's not pitching. Um yeah, I don't know. Do you like uh, him or Fires more on DraftKings? I really don't know. I think Fires has more upside. We look at a Philly team that strikes out more. Clement, or Carrasco's probably a little safer. He's going to get massive run support. He's probably safer. I still think Fires has more upside. And like we haven't talked about Darvish yet, but I'm I'm really concerned about Darvish looking at the Vegas line and looking at the weather in that game. I'm concerned. Yeah, yeah, I agree. I, I don't know. Like if I'm playing cash games, like if I'm you, which I'm not, I don't play cash games, but if I was gonna play cash games, I'd probably play Carrasco over Fires just because I know Carrasco's probably gonna throw seven innings here and get the win. Yeah, probably safer for cash games, especially on FanDuel. Get that extra win equity in there. Yeah, he he struggled in that last game. I watched that San Francisco game. He struggled in that game. It was just a weird game. But if you want to compare something, two teams that don't strike out a lot, San Francisco, he only got six strikeouts in that game and only put up 16 points. So he's a lot cheaper, though. His price tag was 13-4 in that game. It's 11,000 this time. So it's a it's a big difference. Yeah, yeah, and that was a day game too. I can't. I don't know if he has any day night splits or anything like that. But um, any angels here against Carrasco? I always like Trout as a one off, and he's he's pretty much the only guy I look at. Uh, Calhoun will have a big game every now and then, but he's got a three ten x wo against righties this season. Just not really doing it for me. You can say it. He's bad. Um, yeah, and we've already kind of mentioned the Cleveland stack. Really like the Cleveland stack here. I'm going to load up on the Cleveland stack here. Right? No strikeout upside. Yes. The one through six, definitely in play. And Zimmer, pretty much a lock on cash games on FanDuel. Why is this guy in the big leagues? He's a six XFIP in AAA this season. <laughs> That's not good. Oh, man, just you see some of these guys get called up, and you're like, what, is, what are we doing here? What are we doing? All right. Well, who's who's worse, him or Edwin Jackson? Edwin Jackson, not close. <laughs> Kansas City at Detroit, Ian Kennedy, Anibal Sanchez. Ten total here. I was kind of thrown off a little bit by this total. Um, like, It's not even supposed to be that hot here. I don't know. What's your thoughts here on this game? We have two extreme fly ball pitchers that both have a hard contact rate above 38%. Uh, I know these offenses have struggled this season, but you know the Royals have picked it up a little bit lately, and the Tigers, they always have upside. Uh, they hit the ball really hard. Uh, so I'm not on either pitcher. 
Yeah, Anibal Sanchez, he came back, he looked really good um, in a couple of those starts. He really hasn't, like, gotten shelled outside of the Toronto game. He gave up three home runs in that Toronto game, but really hasn't gotten shelled. You know, that's the only home runs that he's given up. Oh, I guess he gave up a home run in Seattle, but, you know, since being recalled and put back in the starting uh, rotation, he's only given up four home runs and three of those were to Toronto. So I don't know, man. I really don't know what to do with Sanchez at 5,900. I can't do it. I don't think I'll end up doing it. I don't think it's the craziest thing, but I don't think I would end up doing it either. There's just there's other pitchers that I like here. Um, and then I'm definitely not playing Ian Kennedy. Yeah, yeah, he needs to be in a big ballpark, preferably colder weather. Yeah, I'm yeah. just looking at. It. There's nothing that Ian Kennedy has a 279 wOBA this season against righties. Yeah, it's not bad. Uh, what's sex over? I'd have to pull it up. Man, he is getting shelled by lefties. It's a good Alex Avila spot. Yeah, I love Avila. Uh, really cheap, too. 2400 on FanDuel, 36 on DraftKings. Uh, I like Alex Presley if he's in the two-hole again. He's only 2700 on DraftKings. And I feel like... Let me pull up the BVP. <laughs> Miguel Cabrera, Ian Kinsler, both hit him pretty well. And uh, Alex Avila only has three hits on him, but they've all been home runs. Well, that's all I need to know. Yeah. As a tournament player, that's all I want home runs. Yeah, Kinsler, five extra base hits and 18 at-bats. Miggy, four extra base hits and 17 at-bats. I'm so curious now. Miggy still... Team- these teams play a lot too. I'm, I'm so curious on those Avila home runs if they came earlier or later. I'm pulling it up now. Now I'm so curious. All right, so <laughs> so they've faced each other ten times since the start of last season, and like you said, all three home runs have come within the last two years. Perfect. That's all I needed to see. Um, anybody else from Detroit? Presley, Avila, that's kind of it. They just don't have lefties. Yeah. Miggy's cheap, 3400 Miggy's like been him. cheap for a month. I know. I'll keep playing him. Well, yeah, it's, you know, he's Miguel Cabrera. Yeah. He's had some bad luck against righties. He's, he's got 390 X-Woba, 46% hard contact rate. So he's still hitting the ball hard. Just a matter of time. Just a matter of time. Anybody from the Royals? Uh, I always like Moustakis as a one-off. Uh, Salvador Perez has been really good against righties. He's kind of a reverse splits guy. And we know Sanchez is a reverse splits pitcher, so don't mind him as well. My boy, this is a great spot for my boy, Bonificio. Yep. We look at Sanchez, 47% hard contact against righties, more of a fly ball pitcher, gives up a bunch of home runs to righties. This is a great spot for Bonificio. Yep, and Sal. And Sal. Sal's going to need a day off eventually. Nah, they're, in there. they're making a move. I know they are. They are. All right, we move on. Miami at Texas. Jose Arena against Hugh Darvish. 10 total here. Starting starting pitch in this game is supposed to be 102 degrees. Yeah, and it's been humid there too, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah, it worries me. It worries me a lot. It's just like we've seen this. We've seen this so many times. Like we saw DeGrom get shelled. 
against Texas in Texas when it was extremely hot. We've seen the last couple days that, like, man. Like, the upside's there for Darvish, right? Like, the upside's there. Yeah, the upside's there, and Marlins aren't really a high strikeout team, but you can strike some of their batters out, and, you know, he can dominate any lineup at any time. But, yeah, I mean, I just have a hard time paying 12K for, you know, a pitcher in this ballpark in this heat. Yeah, I'm with you. I think I'd rather just, you know, go with a couple cheaper options and uh, spend up on my hitters. I can't. I'm trying to use all my salary cap on FanDuel today, and I just can't. <laughs> oh man! <laughs> with with who is your pitcher? Fires, man. He's too cheap on FanDuel. Yeah, eighty six hundred is ridiculous. I'm gonna have to. I'm gonna have to get rid of Zimmer. <laughs> too much value. <laughs> Uh, all right, let's talk bats in this game. Uh, anybody really standing out to you here for the Marlins against Darvish? Not really. Whenever there's an elite pitcher that you know I don't want to target, I usually don't double down on my fate of him by targeting hitters against him. So I think I'll just you know skip out on Darvish and hope they put up a couple runs and that's it. Yeah, if man, I I haven't stacked Texas in a while. I, I guess I had a stack the other night, but um. I just love stacking it against Jose Arena with lefties, and they got a bunch of lefties. It's going to be really hot. Like, Arena cannot continue to get this lucky against lefties. He's a 50% fly ball guy with an 11% strikeout rate and a 33% hard contact rate. Like, I know that some of these lefties have been struggling, but, man, like, it's going to take everything I have not to play a guy like Joey Gallo in this spot. No strikeout pitcher against a massive power guy, like, Joey Gallo is going to be one of those guys that are going to show up later in this podcast. Yeah, love Gallo, love Chew, love Mazzara. Odor's fine. Um, but, yeah, the Rangers just so frustrating. I stacked them the other night. They scored zero runs. Didn't stack them tonight. They had 10. That's how it works, right? Yeah. I think you just got to stay with it. All right, Cubs, White Sox, Chicago, Chicago, Jake Arrieta, James Shields. This game has shifted now. This was in Wrigley. They played two games in Wrigley at really early times, and we didn't get to play these guys. Uh, neutral win here. Win's not going to be a factor, but James Field's going to be a factor. Oh, yeah, <laughs> he's a factor. Uh, yeah, stack against him whenever you can. Oh, man, that's that's expert analysis at his best. Um, and what's crazy, it's just so true. Yeah, so I have these little pitching tables in my grind down every day. And he does, and I do. I color code them. So green's good, blue's great, yellow's not very good, red's bad. His is he red across red. the board? <laughs> He's got a couple yellow boxes here and there. For, <laughs> and that's it. Yeah, stack the Cubs. Uh, what are we doing, with Jake Arrieta? Remember when we played Jake I don't know. Not the best form. Oh, yeah. A couple years ago. Yeah, yeah was he was legit. awesome. Um, yeah, struggled with his command last year. Still ended up having a decent season this year. You know, he's still fine, but, you know, the walks have been up in his last five starts. Um, he is a guy that, you know, induces a lot of soft and medium contact. He's facing a White Sox team that, you know, isn't great against right-handed pitching. Uh, I don't know. They lost one of their low strikeout guys, Frazier, too. Like he was only he's only around like fifteen percent against righties this season. Yeah. Yeah, I mean Matt Davidson's like forty three percent strikeout rate, something like that. <laughs> <laughs> oh <No>, he is. 
Mike Hada, though, man, that guy's good. Okay, he's going to be legit. Yeah, he's going to be good. The issue that I have with Arietta is you're paying 9300 for a guy that has zero double-digit strikeout games in his last 10 starts. Yeah. I just yeah, I I, I, sum it up. Sum it up as best as I can. That's you know that's me summing it up. I think that's a good point. Probably a safe play, but not really a guy that I'm going to go out of my way to target. Um, any or we kind of pretty much cover the the Cubs here. Uh, definitely all in play. Really like Brian and Rizzo, Contreras, Schwarber, Hap. Yeah, everybody. Love them all. Schwarber is probably my favorite. I mean, he's had, he's got some positive regression coming against righties. He's just keeps smashing and getting unlucky. So, Chris, yeah, Chris Bryant, thirty seven hundred on Fanduel, um, definitely playable. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, White Sox, anybody? Another one of those situations. Don't love the pitcher, but don't really want to target anybody against him. Uh, nope. Under 30% hard contract rate to both lefties and righties. Pretty high strikeout rate against both as well. So maybe eh, I don't really love anyone here. We move on. We move on. Rockies, Cardinals, Jeff Hoffman, Carlos Martinez, eight and a half total. Um, any interest in either one of these guys? What happened to Hoffman? I don't know. I think he's broken. <laughs> it's been bad. It's been really bad. Right, uh, so you know, you look at the game logs, and you have three games out of his last four that have xFIPs over. Um, God, four games, four straight games, five straight games, x xFIP over five. Th- those are just not numbers you want to see when you're wanting to play a guy. And like, he's talented; he's better than this. But only two of those starts were in cores, and. I, I don't know. You just the walks are up, the strikeouts are down. I, I think he's broken. Yeah, something. And uh, he's not great against righties, uh, which doesn't bode well against the Cardinals. Uh, you know, sometimes we can take pitchers against them when that pitcher is really good against right-handed hitters. But you know, Hoffman's not great. So I mean, he's an easy fade for me. Martinez, I kind of like him a little bit. Uh, he struggles against lefties, but. The Rockies outside of Blackman and Para don't really have many good lefties. Not scared of Cargo, not scared of Walters. Uh, so I like Martinez quite a bit. Yeah, I like the upside Martinez brings too. We're going to see probably five, six righties in this lineup here. 30% strikeout rate against righties this season, 50% ground ball rate. It's 8,400. So, what's that? He's 8,400. Oh, God. There's our pitcher we've been wanting. Yeah. I hate playing pitchers against the Rockies just because Blackman's so good and Arenado's so good. But, like, you know, you get around those two guys. I know you mentioned Para, and, like, he's still not a guy that worries me too much. You know, he's been better. But, yeah, when you get him out, when you get these guys outside of cores, too, their numbers just drop. Yeah, they drop big time. And uh, this is a team that you can strike out, too. I mean, Reynolds, Trevor Story. Uh, both really high strikeout rates. He's going to face the pitcher, which is always good. Uh, yeah, I think Martinez is probably one of the better point per dollar guys in the slate. And by the way, I love E5. He's just homer. He just grand slammed. Oh, man. I told everybody to play him. I, I didn't play him myself. So. I told everybody to play him too. God, it made me so much money. It was a grand slam, and I had almost all the guys on base. My winnings nice, went like nice. my winnings just tripled. 
That's <laughs> never, never a bad thing. Um, any Rockies bats? You know, we kind of talked about. I think I can stay away from Blackman and be okay here. Yeah, too expensive for a matchup outside of course Field. Yeah, Parra's super expensive. Like these guys are just priced up too much. Yeah. Uh, any Cardinals against Hoffman? Yeah, I think you'd look at uh, Carpenter. Uh, is it Dijon? Dijon. Yeah, man, that guy's just that guy's smoking hot right now. Yeah, he's been raking. He's been hitting the three hole. I like that. Uh, he's still thirty five hundred on DraftKings. Like that. Um, Tommy Pham's been swinging a hot bat, so I don't mind those uh, the first three batters in their lineup. Probably won't go, you know, overboard on the Cardinals, but I think you can play a few of them. Gruchek's been hot too. I hate that he bats so far down when he's at home, but look at his game log. Look at all the home runs in the last. You know, 10 games. He's been hitting a bunch of home runs. He's really hot right now. I like that call. Yeah. What? Six home runs in the last eight games? Solid. Very nice. Very, very nice. That's what we like. Home runs. Win, wins you monies. Like E5. Uh, Mets, Padres, Steven Matz against Dylan Overton. <laughs> oh, this game. I, man, I just see Matz being popular here and just, I, I can't Wait. do it. So Cahill's not pitching? No, didn't he get tra- he got traded? Man, FanDuel needs update there. Page. No, yeah, Cahill got traded. Cahill, right. Cahill, Cahill got traded. All right, all right. Who's pitching? Dylan Overton. Okay. <laughs> uh, yeah, tra- Trevor Cahill got traded to the Royals, by the way. Like yeah, we talked about them making a push. Yeah, I like that. Uh, so, yeah, no interest in Overton. Uh, strikeout rate of 10% this season, 11% in the minors. Um, <laughs> Steven Matz has been really bad. He was a guy that I liked a lot heading into the year. You know, missed the first couple months and uh, just hasn't been the same. But, hey, he's facing the Padres. Yeah, exactly. Hunter Renfro against the lefty, baby. <laughs> <laughs> I'm getting so many tweets about E5. I love our listeners. I absolutely love it. And they're all they're all tagging um, Siege because Siege didn't like E5. So it's just me so happy. <laughs> oh man, I love our listeners. Um, yeah, like the Mets side. We'll start with the Mets side. Wilmer Flores, Cespedes, very very good against uh, left-handed pitching. Those are going to be the two guys that kind of stand out to me here. Not the greatest ballpark in the world, but two guys that can hit home runs in just about every ballpark. So I like those two guys, and you're getting a nice value on Flores. So that's what I'm kind of looking at here as far as the Mets go. Yeah, I think those are the two I like as well. And then don't really love any of the lefties. And then Padres, man, like Hunter Renfro, guys, he's hot. Third home run now in two games. Like he's hitting the ball hard ever since he came back from injury. Yeah, 384 X Woba this season against lefties. Will Myers pretty decent. Uh, you know, Hector Sanchez has uh, hit well when he's been in the lineup. So, yeah, I don't mind a couple of these guys. Man, it's like Hunter Renfro's 3100 on FanDuel. FanDuel price it. Like, we, this is the slate that I know he got hurt, but this is the slate you need Kershaw at like 13K because there's so much value. Oh, man, so much value on FanDuel today. Yeah, or even if Chris O was pitching in the main slate, that'd be nice. 
Yeah, this is one of those slates where you like wish all day had some decent tournaments. Like I might still play the all day just because I want to play. And man, the all day there's a bunch of good bats in the early game. Minnesota at Dodgers, Irvin Santana against Blake or Brock Stewart, baby. Brock Stewart making another appearance in the bigs. Um, he's pitched 13 innings this season in the bigs. He's pitched 13 innings or eight innings in triple A. Pitched last season with the Dodgers and Every time he's pitched in the bigs, he's kind of struggled, but the guy has solid strikeout stuff. Yeah, and there's uh, you know, three triple A starts this season. There's a 38% strikeout rate. And even, you know, look at last year, year before, really nice stuff in the minors. So yeah, I mean, he's uh he's definitely a guy to monitor. I don't think I want to play him, but what he's a play for me. I, I will say that he's forty one hundred. That oh. price, like, if he can oh. give me 15 points, Sano didn't play tonight. He got late scratch. If he's out again, like, the Minnesota lineup doesn't scare me enough not to play a guy that's 4,100 here that, you know, has double-digit swinging strike rate stuff in the minors. So we're just talking about how we need an expensive pitcher, and now you want to play a guy that's 4,100? Yeah, but DraftKings is different, right? Like, DraftKings pricing, you're not getting all these guys this massive discount. So, like, DraftKings, like, to play these big bats that you want, you're going to need some value. And, like, like, realistically, what do you need from Stewart at 4,100? 15 points? No, I think he's a great play at the price. I just don't know if we need him in the slate is all I'm saying. Yeah, I, I guess that's true. Um, and just so you know, uh, you're not playing Brock Stewart here. I just Everything just changed for me on Brock Stewart. Do not play him. What just happened? 50 to 60 pitch limit during this game. Oh, yeah. There you go. <laughs> yeah, yeah, like – I mean, we didn't – yeah, I mean, there's enough guys that you don't need to look that cheap anyway. But, yeah, now that that comes out, I think. Let me tell you, if he didn't have a pitch count, I'd play him. But I'm not yeah. playing him at 50 to 60 pitches because a couple walks gets that pitch count up. You get three innings, and you're never going to get there. So, no, I'll pass. Yeah, I think so, too. I mean, you take Fires, Carmart, a couple of these guys, and you also have quite a bit of uh, salary to spend on your bats. Very, very true, my friend. Very, very true. Um, Irvin Santana sucks. Don't play him. Yeah, the regression's finally hitting a little bit. Uh, ZRA's finally above three uh, for the first time. But uh, He just sucks. Let's yeah. just be honest. Like He's not this good. I've laughed all year that people were rostering him over 10K. It was my favorite thing in the world. Um, you know, God, he's just bad. And the problem with guys that have a low ERA and you know a high XFIP or Sierra is that their salary is going to be inflated just because they're not giving up runs. And, and then you add in the regression that's going to come, and it's just like a you know double-edged sword. I will say, I will say, I won't play the the Dodgers righties here um, because Santana he throws a slider forty-five percent of the time against righties, and that's his kind of swing and strike pitch. It's his ground ball pitch. It's his not get hit very hard pitch. So, throwing it forty-five percent against righties, you know, Chris Taylor's priced through the roof. Justin Turner's at third base, a position that has a lot of options, and Logan Forsythe couldn't hit the broad side of a barn right now. So, I'm attacking this team. I'm attacking the Dodgers. I'm playing Bellinger, Grandal, Jock, four-five-six little three-man stack. And I don't mind playing uh, Corey Seager. Yeah. Yep. I agree with you. And I don't know what to do with the Twins. Like, if Sano's out again, you know, Dozier, it's just like, so now we're going to get that Dodgers bullpen for a lot of this game. And, you know, they're going to kind of be able to play matchups. Like, I don't mind Dozier at 3,900, but he'd probably be the only guy I'd play. 
Yeah, I think I agree with you. Uh, just bad ballpark for hitters in general. And plus, yeah, like I said, they're going to be able to play the matchups with bullpen. So I think it's pretty much Dozier, and that's it. All right, man. All right. Um, let's play some home run derby, and then um, both of us want to get some sleep after the days we've had with our kid. Yes, sir. Uh, I'll uh, let you battle off here. All right. Just night games? Uh, yeah, that's fine. Uh, I was going to steal your boy Gallo, but I wouldn't do that to you. Uh, I would just veto it just because it pissed <laughs> me off. <laughs> All right, I'm going to go Kyle Schwarber against James Shields. All right. I'm going to try to stay away from the Cubs because um, I could realistically pick all the Cubs to hit home runs. I am going to take Gallo. Okay. He's definitely showing up. And he, you, we already know I was taking Renfro. It's true. I'm going to take another guy that we talked about quite a bit, Alex Avila. I like that a lot. You know, like we've mentioned, all three of his home runs and 10 at-bats have come within the last two years. And I'm going to stay in that same game, go Salvador Perez. Sanchez, really bad against righties. I like it, I like it, I like it. Um, Let's see here. I want to kind of go off the beaten path. Is Bradley Zimmer, like – Chalky play. I mean, he's going to be chalky, but not for the home run derby. Yeah, I mean, I, I love, I, I love the Indians. Uh, that's going to be a team I'm really going to focus on on this slate today. I don't think a lot of people are going to go there. So oh, I'm going to, I'm going to see Zimmer. I think they'll be pretty popular. You think so? Well, once the, uh, I, I'm guessing they're going to have the highest implied run total. If that's the case, I think they'll get some attention. I just I, I see the Rangers being kind of popular. I see the Cubs being popular and Shields. Yeah, that's a good point. You know, people blindly play the Blue Jays against Blackburn. I don't know. You know, you you could be right. They're probably the second or third highest popular team here. But on a ten if game slate, I'm okay with getting the second or third most popular team. Yeah. If they score fifteen runs, it doesn't matter. All right, my friend. Any final thoughts before we get out of here? Uh, no, not really. Uh, thanks for having me on. It was fun, like always. You do your golf research yet? Somewhat. Uh, don't have my articles up yet. I have those up tonight. So we got. Do we got a winner yet? Do you get a winner yet? Uh, let's see. Putting you on the spot. You know, I know you weren't yeah. ready for this, but you well, know, I do. No. I do ask you every week. Who do you think is going to win the tournament? I know. I've been going back and forth a couple guys. I think DJ's going to win, but that's he's too chalky. Uh, I'm going to play him a lot, but I'm going to go Patrick Cantlay to pick up his first PGA Tour win. All right, I like it. First, uh, man, that's a that's a bold call there. Hey, is that um? I know it's the it's the Canadian Open, right? Canadian Open, yep. Is the the Canada kid that crushed at the Open in there? Uh, Connolly. Yeah. Let me look. He was really posed. Man, that, that the Open Championship, he was really posed then. He played really good golf. He did. He's not in the... Not in the field? Which is surprising. But there are uh, 14 Canadians, I think. But uh, don't take any Canadians. No, uh, I, I hear that they do really bad in this yeah. tournament, which is kind of hilarious. But It's kind of strange. I mean, it's, it's probably just because, you know, they don't produce a lot of great golfers. But, yeah, 1954 was the last time a Canadian-born... Uh, golfer won this event. 
All right. Well, we'll be looking out for that article. If you guys haven't um, already, for some odd reason, not join the, the PGA premium product, you guys are doing it wrong. Notorious, it's always fun having you on, my friend. Uh, we'll get back at it next Wednesday. And uh, football's coming up. We have a nice little announcement for football on the podcast as well. So we'll get to that here soon. But that's going to do it here for the Tuesday or Wednesday edition of the Morning Grind podcast. <laughs> if you haven't checked out our sponsor, check them out. Playdraft.com backslash grinders. For Notorious, I'm Stevie. We'll, get, we'll see you guys again tomorrow. Hey, what's up, Roto-Grinders? Chris Cimino here, and it's time for you to get an edge on your DFS competition with our daily ownership projections for DraftKings and FanDuel, available now to our premium subscribers. We're constantly evaluating our projections and updating all the way up through lineup lock to ensure you have the best possible information in crunch time. Our team covers NFL, NBA, MLB, and PGA for all main slate action. If you don't have this, you are missing out. Subscribe to Roto-Grinders Premium today to get access to our premium ownership projections and to our award-winning premium content. Pros do it right by relying on trusted brands to get the job done. Lowe's is here to help with more of those brands in stock like DeWalt and Little Giant. We stock the largest in-store selection of DeWalt power tools and accessories of any national retailer. Now save $60 on a two-pack of DeWalt 20-volt max batteries, now just $99. Plus, we now offer the Little Giant King Combo Ladder, the world's first step, extension, and leaning ladder, giving you the flexibility to do just about any job for only $159. Do it right for less. Start with Lowe's. Offer valid through 616, U.S. only. And now, an ad from Dad. All right, save money on car insurance when you bundle home and auto with Progressive. Can I take these off? All right. What is this? This looks good. Wow. That's well made. Where did you get this? I'm talking to you with the hair. Yeah, where did you get this? It's good stuff. That's solid. That's not veneer. That's solid stuff. Progressive can't save you from becoming your parents, but we can save you money when you bundle home and auto. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company affiliates and other insurers. Discounts not available in all states or situations.